The reptile theory meets the realities of 2020. Let's go to the bench. The latest in legal news and information from Collins and Lacey, a leading South Carolina defense firm for construction, workers' comp, hospitality, retail, trucking, professional liability, mediation, corporate government, and business law. This is The Legal Bench. And welcome to The Legal Bench. I'm Michael Burney, Director of Business Development at Collins and Lacey Law Firm in Columbia, South Carolina. What would be the considerations for insurers and corporate defendants as jury trials resume and many plaintiff lawyers may utilize reptile theory concepts during litigation? Well, joining us is Christian Stegmeier, shareholder at Collins and Lacey and chair of the firm's retail and hospitality practice team. Christian is an experienced appellate advocate, having appeared in over 45 appeals before the South Carolina Supreme Court and Court of Appeals, as well as the United States Court of Appeals for the Fourth Circuit. So Christian, what is this theory and why may it be unique with all that's going on in society right now? Well, at this point, if you're in litigation, uh, you've read and heard about the reptile theory many times over the last 10 years. So what this podcast is not, it's it's not another primer on the strategy. Uh, you know the basics by now. Instead, what I want to talk about today is uh, taking this conversation further to consider how plaintiff's lawyers may merge the psychological underpinnings that make reptile theory successful uh, with the events of 2020 to capitalize on the same as jury trials reconvene across the country. Uh, But just stated succinctly, uh, reptile theory is a psychological tactic managed by plaintiff's lawyers. And more specifically, it's a trial strategy that seeks to make use of the primal, inherent, and often subconscious instincts or fears of jurors for purposes of obtaining substantial verdicts, including punitive damages awards. Uh, Reptile theory is, for all intents and purposes, an end run around the golden rule at trial. A golden rule argument asks jurors to place themselves in the position of a party and is generally considered an improper argument by counsel. Rather than focusing on creating sympathy for the plaintiff, what reptile theory is is it emphasizes rules, procedures, protocols, and compares them with the alleged failures of the defendant to keep the plaintiff and the community, including the jurors, safe. So by homing in on the importance of rules and community safety, the plaintiff's lawyer injects the jurors directly into the equation and places them in a position of community garden guardian, uh, and that's versus them, their traditional role, which is being an impartial arbiter of whether the defendant wrongly damaged the plaintiff in one discrete matter. So what is the theory, and why may it be unique with all that's going on right now in our society? Well, Don Keenan, who was a trial lawyer, and David Ball, who is a uh, jury consultant with a theater background, uh, they're the ones that really developed and articulated the reptile theory in their book, uh, Reptile, the 2009 Manual of the Plaintiff's Revolution. And what Keenan and Ball have claimed is that the strategy is something that has resulted in billions of dollars in verdicts and settlements. And um, like I said, it is a, a tactic or a strategy that's used by plaintiff's lawyers to shift the focus on the alleged failures of the defendant to keep the community safe. 
if we take those principles and we fast forward to 2020, uh, things have changed in this world around us, and arguably not for the good. And that's something that the plaintiff's bar can capitalize. Uh, specifically, uh, we are entering the ninth month of a worldwide pandemic which continues to rage and affect just about every facet of life in this country. Uh, we are also at the tail end of arguably the most caustic and divisive political season in modern American history. And you add to that uh, all the civil justice issues and the, and the unrest that happened in a lot of parts of the country over the summer and in the fall. Uh, and you've got a lot of folks uh, who have a lot of difficulties with the system these days. And finally, from an economic standpoint, uh, many Americans are either unemployed or underemployed. And even for those who have maintained their employment, the economic picture is uncertain. All of this is resulting in relative actual or perspective instability, which in, which in turn is creating an enormous amount of stress for millions of people. So take all of that, what I just said, and now add on the pressure of government trying to get back up and running. Um, and what you've got is a court system that's trying to get back up and running, and that means jury trials. And so for jury trials to run, we need those same stressed out and economically pressed citizens who are also possibly afraid of contracting coronavirus to come in and sit on a jury. So our, our position is that for corporate defendants and their insurers, this is arguably less than an ideal time to be trying cases. Well, can you elaborate just a little bit more on that, how it plays out? Well, like it or not, uh, a trial is arguably nothing more than a play put on by lawyers who are trying their best to be psychologists. The facts of a case are what the jurors actually believe to be the facts, and their beliefs are shaped by emotion. And so where you have jurors who are potentially emotionally fragile due to personal circumstances created by outside forces which are well outside their control, and they're physically afraid of an unseen virus, that can't seem to be a good thing for well-insured corporate defendants hoping for a trial free of any sort of bias or certainly any sort of undue outside influence. Reptile theory is generally ejected into litigation at three different points. One is during a uh, Rule 30b-6 corporate deposition. The second is during voir dire, which is during jury, jury selection, where the uh, court is asking questions of the juries concerning their potential bias, and then in opening statements by the lawyers. In study after study, where reptile theory has been viewed as successful, the end analysis typically shows that the die was cast for a plaintiff's outcome after these three stages. So where you will see a twist on reptile theory to incorporate the realities of these times will likely be in a plaintiff's attorney's focus on the disproportionate economic standing between the plaintiff and the corporate defendant. So what is your advice for civil defendants facing trials these days? So thematically, it could very well be David versus Goliath, which counsel would have the juries believe is a battle of good versus evil, right versus wrong, light versus dark, etc. 
Defense counsel and their client and their insurer must be alert for the prospect of this argument and take the steps necessary to head it off of the pass. And what we would suggest of those steps as being is, first and foremost, an exhaustive effort at selecting the best jury possible. This means doing as much pretrial research uh, as possible about the panel to, to identify those jurors that may align with plaintiff's anticipated messaging. In addition to preemptory strikes, uh, counsel must have the fortitude to move to strike for cause which where such cause can be credibly articulated. The second strategy would be filing and arguing motions and limiting that obviate or at least limit plaintiff's counsel's anticipated economic disparity argument and any other argument that attempts to improperly and artificially leverage the events of 2020 into the jury's analysis. The third is that you want to carefully draft your voir dire that susses out the existence of juror bias as it pertains to corporate defendants or the lack of partiality due to economic circumstance. As well, uh, counsel needs to carefully inquire about jurors' financial, emotional, and physical ability to participate in a jury trial during COVID times. And finally, this is probably the most important, um, humanize your client as best as you can, especially where the client is a corporation. Corporations are nothing more than made up of people who possess the same stresses, concerns, and stories as jurors. And so where applicable, what counsel should do is tell those stories in your opening statements along with your typical presentation about the facts and liability and damages positions. Tell the jurors real things about your clients which will resonate with them. What we know is this, is that nothing is easy these days, and just about everything is hard, including litigation and trial work. And what we encourage our clients and friends to do is be mindful of the realities of 2020. Be vigilant about the plaintiff attorney's attempts to capitalize on current events, to leverage them for a better outcome at trial, and do the best you can do to eliminate those arguments and obtain the most fair, most even-handed trial possible. Well, we want to thank you, Christian Stegmeyer, for your perspective on the reptile theory in these unique times. And join us here for our next episode where we dive into legal news of interest in South Carolina here on The Legal Bench. You've been listening to The Legal Bench from the South Carolina defense firm Collins & Lacey. Learn more at collinsandlacey.com.